What's up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome to another edition of the Fanboys Anonymous Fan Tracks Podcast. I am your host, Tony Mango, and joining me on the panel is Robert DeFelice. Tony, are you feeling like the very best that no one ever was? I mean, that's the test, isn't it? Well, no. To catch them is your real test. <laughs> that's true. To train them is your cause. <laughs> but uh no. Yeah, so what we're doing here is a special request as part of the Fanboys Anonymous Patreon. So before we get into any of that kind of stuff, I need to kind of introduce what this is all going to be about, what we're going to cover here, what we're going to do, what that means, and all the other kind of things that go along with that. So the Patreon is you know, a bunch of different tiers, monetary donations and stuff. You should check that out if you are so inclined and you have the spare change to toss our way, whether it's a buck or, you know, more than that. But one of the tiers is Pick Your Poison, and it functions as a direct sponsorship type of thing where if you donate to that tier, you can give us a specific sort of topic or, uh, you know, a gimmick of sorts, a feature, whatever you want to be to do as like you know something that you'd like to see us take a part of and maybe it's a movie review maybe it's some kind of like a roundtable discussion podcast like the group meeting used to be or it's a fan cast or it's a fanboys fix it or you know a bunch of different things but primarily we've been doing the fan tracks podcast and that's what this is here so this one is piggybacking off of some of the things that we've done in the past. Guest 5 has donated again, and his request for this is that we do Pokemon the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back. We're going to actually add a little bit more on to that, just to, you know, show Guest 5 some a little bit of extra love. So what we're doing is, for this, we're going to actually do three parts. We're going to do Pikachu's Vacation, the little short video that's been, it's like 19 minutes, 20 minutes, something like that, that aired before the movie. Then we're going to go into a weird direction here. We're going to actually do a special feature from another DVD. It's like, uh, what's the name of the movie? It's like Mew, Mew versus Mewtwo or something like that, or Mewtwo, Mewtwo's Revenge, or I don't know the it's, name it's of it. It's Mew versus Mewtwo is one of the names. Yeah, there's but a million like, names to these things, and it's confusing it like as all hell. It breaks down into all these different things. This was... Setting this up. To set up. <laughs> yeah, you would think that this would be as easy as, like, you know, well, okay, well, we're going to do one like uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, so you pop on the movie and that's it. This is like, oh, it's the Japanese version. It's the one that's the complete version. It's the this thing. This has got this. This is the first movie, but the first movie's not called whatever. Uh, you know, it's a whole crazy bit like that, but we've sorted it out. So it's first part is going to be Pikachu's Vacation. Second part is going to be the uncut story of Mewtwo's origin, which is a 10 minute prologue to the movie that we will then finish this out with, which is the 75 minute or so Pokemon, the first movie Mewtwo strikes back the actual feature. And what is fan tracks? You might be wondering, well, that is essentially an audio commentary track where we will be watching these things. And we have provided you this podcast to be able to watch along and listen and, treat it the kind of way that we would treat if we were just kind of all sitting around together watching the movie and just bullshit and cracking jokes talking about you know our memories of pokemon from back in the day and when we saw this movie and different things obviously we did not work on the movie so we cannot talk about the ideas of like it was really hard to do the voice acting in this you know but we're gonna have some fun so what we need to do is you need to get your stream or your youtube video or your 
torrent if maybe you did that you know can't really technically um endorse that but we don't you know. endorse torrenting here we may be addicts but we are addicts <laughs> that get things the right way so it's a dvd or a vhs or whatever it is that you've got basically on all three of these things you're going to want to zero them out have them at the very very beginning you're going to bypass any kind of like fbi warnings or menus or screens or anything like that it's basically just going to be the start of whatever it is so keep that in mind and what we will do is we will give you a countdown of three two one play and when we say play then you hit your play button because that's what the play button's for don't hit the stop button that wouldn't make a whole lot of sense right (laughs) Well, please. And along the way here on YouTube, we invite you to chime in with comments on your thoughts on the movies or thoughts on our thoughts on the movie, anything like that. So, you know, hop along, join the ride with us and have some fun. Okay, so you should have Pikachu's Vacation loaded up on your screen or whatever it is. And you should get ready because we're going to do our countdown. Three, two, one, play. So you got the Kids WB logo. Oh, the nostalgia. Kids WB. Good fucking times. Oh, you have a Nintendo logo. That's pretty neat that they did that. No uh, audio. That's kind of weird that there's not even like a little sheen. Oh, there we go. (laughs) Okay. There is one for Kids kids Entertainment. Not for Nintendo or Kids WB, though. Yeah. Audio is for kids. And there's our little star, Pikachu. And there's also Pikachu. And there's also Pikachu. Yeah, he's pissed off now. Yeah, so <laughs> I don't remember a damn thing Oh about my god. This. So right off the bat, how cute is Pikachu? Pikachu's pretty damn cute. What a dumb face. <laughs> <laughs> it's a Pokemon paradise. Brock is the man. Well, Brock's whole thing is that he's horny all the time, right? He's also the only one that appreciates a really good pun and uh, some wordplay with that whole uh, turn my trusty frying pan into a drying pan. The guy's the best just for that line alone. So this already has had two titles. It's Pikachu the movie and it's Pokemon Pikachu's Vacation. Remember we were just talking about the idea that this is confusing <laughs> as hell? This has been so difficult to get together. So this is technically... A short film in front of Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, entitled Pikachu the Movie, Pokemon Pikachu's Vacation. (laughs) While also wrapped up in a package called Pokemon the First Movie, Mew versus Mewtwo. Hmm. Oh, could they not get the rights to a vacation by the Goku's? Vacations all I sometimes wanted. (laughs) This this is a more iconic walk than Abbey Road right here. Uh, it's just full-on Reservoir Dogs. <laughs> <laughs> you got Mr. Pink, Mr. Orange, Charizard, Mr. Blonde. <laughs> Dude, this is so cute. So, yeah, we need, both of us have not seen this movie since we were kids. I mean, this yeah. came out November 6th, 1999, so I was... 12? I was 6. Do they even have the uh, the Pokedex guy anymore? It's a Rotom thing now, isn't it? I thought they started the Pokedex. I mean, I haven't seen the animated series since, like, the Johto stuff. But... 
It's pretty bad if you almost got good flattened for, by a Goldeen. Yeah, I was gonna say good for Goldeen for just like being that walking huge. on dry land and being okay. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't even think about that. <laughs> all right, so we got some classic ones here. Togepi, one of my favorites of all time, one of the most adorable things in the world. Squirtle, my number two starter. Charmander being number one. Psyduck, one of my favorites, too. Bulbasaur. Psyduck is you now. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's kind of... <laughs> Alright, so Togepi's a baby. I mean, he's a baby Pokemon. Pikachu. If he's taking care of this, how old's Pikachu? Old enough. So it's like one of those things where you get like a five-year-old that ends up watching his two-year-old because it's just bad parenting. <laughs> Yeah, it's like, well, you're older. Squirtle's awesome. Wow, there's no dialogue in this. <laughs> I'm just realizing. <laughs> yeah, there's no human characters, so. I told you. It's going to be 20 minutes of just the sounds. Yeah, I have no subtitles up on my screen. I, you know, were there subtitles for this before? We like didn't get it on our versions or something? I didn't get subtitles. Context. It's probably not even if, if there are subtitles to this, then we are missing out on a lot of things and we're gonna fill in the blanks in some weird ways, I'm sure. Oh good boy. Good boy bulbs. Oh, that's so cute. Bulba bye. Yeah. Oh wait, what are we gonna let's take it up here for? <laughs> What the fuck is this? <laughs> is this something out of like Doctor Strange? What the fuck was that? Why did we go on an acid trip for a second there? We should have. I didn't know we were supposed to smoke before we watched this. Fuck. Now, I mean, Cubone's one of those things. It's a super dark when you start getting the idea that it's wearing the skull of its dead mom and all that. But it's kind of interesting that they just referred to Snubble as a newly discovered. Are they going to do that with Meryl, too? Uh. It's just a water type. So the big deal with this was the fact that Togepi, Snubble, and Meryl were in it because it was like, oh, my God, we're getting like Generation 2 Pokemon. Who are these things? And I remember flat out during the era where this was Peekaboo and Buru, I think it was the name of uh, Snubble. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, Meryl can't really look threatening. <laughs> showdown of the century. You know, you're kind of outnumbered there, <laughs> Pikachu. Well, thank you, Pokedex thing, for... Uh, yeah, for translating a little translating bit. Translating that. Well, I haven't seen such bad parenting in like two weeks. <laughs> Here we got another little... Uh, oh, shit, okay, I'm like, Another little acid trip going on. It's not as bad as the Bellsprout one. That was full on 70s, uh, you know, somebody laced my uh, weed type of thing. Oh, fuck. 
You're fine. You're super effective against water. If you land in there, you're fine. <laughs> uh, I want a Togepi. The important thing is the baby's having a good time. Yeah. Some Pokemon Paradise. <laughs> Where is everybody? Yeah. And Togepi's dead. It's okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, okay. <laughs> wow, this is going on longer than I thought it was going to. Alright, credit. That's awesome. <laughs> Who would you uh, take in a fight? Squirtle or Snubble? I would take Squirtle every time. See, this one doesn't have its shades, though. Snubble's like, I'm not a fairy type yet. <laughs> Wait, Poison's uh, super effective against fairy, right? I think so. Yeah, so... Snubble's got an edge, at least for now. 1999. We're basically looking at the 2020 uh, political scene. In animated form. <laughs> Just a bunch of small little beings puffing out their chest. There's a little bit of primate punching action for something. So this is, this has to be for the, you know, easily entertained child and the stoned parent. The Just like, you can all enjoy it. Like maybe like the littlest littlest kids in the uh crowd, like so that way they can shut the fuck up kind of thing, you yeah. know. I always like Meryl. Never really liked Electrode. Is that why? That's one of the reasons why. I mean it's always a dick. Why do you have both self-destruct and explosion? You don't need two moves to do that. <laughs> I kind of like him now that he's, like, smiling. <laughs> That's cool. All right. Electro just got some extra bonus points for me. Look at the background recycling itself. Do you see that? I did not. They had the same Snorlax go by, like, four times. Nice. Starmie underrated. What are we, what are we watching here? Is this, like, the Olympics? What's wrong with uh, uh, Squirtle here? Oh, uh, <laughs> what? Damn, Goldine! Why is that loud? Somebody jump yeah, in! This is like uh, interference going on. I don't think that any Olympics would have been fine with like Michael Phelps just kind of attacking people <laughs> or something. And clearly, this was conducted under all the wrestling rules. That <laughs> uh, sucks to be a Squirtle. You're still one of my favorites. You're okay. Raichu's clapping like a mofo. Oddish, another one of my favorites. Super adorable. Executor is actually underrated. I don't know, man. I feel like that's like the physical representation of me, you, and Callum. What, Executor? <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yo, Raichu. The fuck? Oh, what a dick. Yeah, what a dick bag. 
Hey. Fuck about Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> they look exactly the same and they're both fucking electrocuting things. <laughs> we got All right, so we're not allowed to fight unless our trainers tell us to. But we're going to compete in the fucking Olympics. And since when is Pikachu <laughs> the Flash? Enough that he can climb waterfalls and stuff. Hey, look, it's Jigglypuff. Oh, shit. There just happens to be... This is... Wait, this is a Pokemon Paradise thing? This is a vacation, right? Yeah. Why, in a vacation resort scenario, yeah. is there a maze that you would get lost in? You don't know how people want to live their life. Yeah. <laughs> I also don't know how the hell Doug Trio works. Poor, um, like, uh, Arbok and Weezing. When they're always involved in the Team Rocket stuff, nobody really looks at them as anything other than, like, Team Rocket's little shits, you know? Losers. Farfetch is pretty cool. I like him. Or her. Yeah, doesn't matter. They got genders after this movie came out. <laughs> <laughs> Were you a uh, Hitmonlee or Hitmonchan guy? Hitmonchan. I was always Hitmonchan. Yeah. Hitmonchan, I'm pretty sure, was in my team of six that I won the Elite Four with the first time. I don't know 100% for sure. I know that Articuno was one. I'm pretty sure. Uh, well, I know Charizard. I know Articuno. I'm pretty sure Hitmonlee, uh, Hitmonchan. I think Flareon. And I don't know the other two. Now, were you... You were only a game a Game Boy gamer for Pokemon? Yeah. Game I Boy and love, Game Boy Pocket. I used to love the Pokemon Stadium games on the 64. Uh, yeah, I had that, yeah. Yeah, those were so good. Snorlax, another one of my favorites. Snorlax actually might have been a part of my team, too. I've always been a big fan of Snorlax. You're not a big fan of sleeping, so it's hard to believe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm getting fatter over the years, though. I keep eating a bunch of stuff <laughs> in New York, so... Food's just too good in New York. It keeps screwing me up. Yeah, New York food is the best. New York, gained, a lot of things are the best. I've gained 20-something pounds since uh, really? New York all the time. Yeah. Oh, man. That's not cool. Hey, your Charizard. You can fuck it up. Just, you know, Fire Blast. There you go. Yeah, there, there goes the fire blast. And Meowth is dead. No more Meowth. Oh boy. One Magnemite. Uh, uh, two Magnemite. <laughs> now, 24. This, they're all in like a big group together. How come they're not a bunch of Magneton? <laughs> don't, Tony. Don't try to add logic. <laughs> A lot of bad things are happening to animals in this movie. See, if they had the trainers around, they'd just be able to call them back to the Pokeball. You got an Onyx there. It's a fucking ground type. It can't, like, burrow and get underneath there and break that thing apart. Don't, don't add logic. 
Oh, there's going to be so much logic brought into this. I don't think that rope can really handle this whole thing either. But, you know, I'm a 30-year-old guy, so <laughs> this isn't supposed to market to me. Oh. Oh, my God. <laughs> Imagine writing this. Being like, I don't know, we need some kind of fabricated moment where they ask for each other's help. I don't know, Charizard gets his head stuck in something. Alright. That was a hard work day. <laughs> they did not bother to dub right you. What was up with that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was real bad. Fucking use your powers! What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> also, where'd you get this rope? What's up with that about Cubone, you piece of shit? Yeah, maybe your mom deserved to die. <laughs> <laughs> I know, he's gonna have a moment of compassion. <laughs> Thanks for the clarification. <laughs> yeah, really. We're gonna get this big uh, baby face turn for Cubone. He's a face! <laughs> and that's gonna make all the difference in the world. It's <laughs> yeah, this right. little tiny thing. <laughs> the little fucking thing is just gonna, yep. How big are Cubones supposed to be? Let me try to look that up. Because they, they gotta be like, I don't know, two foot tall, something like that. Cubone height. Let's see. One foot four inches. So it's that tiny. And that's supposed to make that much of a difference. They're blasting off again. <laughs> oh, Psyduck. He just happens to carry a bomb with him to his paradise. Well, if you're a villain, you have to carry, you know, some type of paraphernalia. He's like, oops, guess I farted. <laughs> now Psyduck just like double slaps him or something. <laughs> it's weird yeah, seeing yeah. a Zubat try to smile with no eyes. <laughs> oh, sure they are. They're primarily uh totally docile, right? They immediately got into a big argument with each other. <laughs> <laughs> the one of them's got its eyes closed. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> so legitimately that was my favorite part so far. <laughs> this has been the cutest little thing. Vulpix, another cute one. I always liked uh, Onyx. I always thought that Onyx should be bulked up better and more viable in competition. And now they're pulling a Luke Skywalker. They're going to watch the sunset. Hell yeah. Da, 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 da. This whole time, shouldn't Zubat be asleep?
So were they all just like, I don't know, fucking. <laughs> what, uh, Ash and Misty? And Brock and Misty, yeah. Feeling is visual. See you later. Hope I don't ever have to beat your ass in a battle at some point. And with that, the grand adventure of Pikachu, the movie, the Pikachu's vacation, Pokemon Adventures, Vacation Day. Are they actively trying not to show his face? What was that about? Yeah, yeah. 1997. So there's uh there's one part of this uh of this journey back in time. Uh yeah, so you should obviously you should be over by now, but we are going to continue on with the uncut story of Mewtwo's origin. Alrighty, everybody, so you should have the uncut story of Mewtwo's origin. I feel like there's like a bunch of different jokes I can make here about the uncut. And Mewtwo's origin yeah. and all that stuff, but uh, yeah, this is a ten-minute and twenty or so second prologue. It's like the longer version that they used to have. It's like the, the Japanese thing, but they redubbed it or something. And I've heard that this is kind of weird, but I've never seen it because this didn't air at, like in theaters with the movie. So I don't really know exactly what we've got in mind. Uh, but you should have your stuff queued up the way that you did the other thing like that. Remember, I will tell you three, two, one, play, and you hit play when I say play. So go ahead and do Is that. that how that works? Yep, that's how it works. Hit that rewind button. Make sure you're on zero, zero, zero. And three, two, one, play. Still got a dark screen. Now we got a bunch of trees. We got some manky. Whereas my girlfriend would say, the mankeys. <laughs> hmm. There's Mew. So, in the game, they didn't think too much about this kind of stuff. They flat out referred to this as, like, New Guinea or something, I think. Or, I'm blanking on it. Mew was what, discovered area? somewhere. Yeah, it was, like, somewhere like a in the Brazilian desert or something like that. Guyana. That's what it is. The, the spiritual chick from Captain Planet. <laughs> God, I watched that at some point. I haven't seen Captain Planet in so many years. So this is totally like, you know, ancient, like Mexico, South America, whatever type stuff. Like they're full on playing on that. And this was back yeah. before they started to get, like, really weird with uh, Pokemon, where everything's like, this thing's the god of this, and it created the land, and, you know. I I think that this is cooler, you know? Yeah, imagine 150 Pokemon, and, like, that's it. And, and then there's it... 151, and it's the ancestor to all of them. And it makes sense that they'd find it in this, like like Amazon type of environment. Yeah, like the, the catacombs of I don't know what you want to call it, the Mayan civilization kind of thing. Yeah, cuz it's like, you know, that's a lush environment. It's not explored all that much. 
And I really like the idea of them whole doing the whole thing with like taking that and trying to make like a super soldier out of it. That's pretty cool too. And it's pretty adult for little kids. I'm sure there's like I'm reading Sapiens and like this is what's gonna happen to us. <laughs> like there are going to be superhumans. It's going to be a thing. Like eventually you're gonna be listening to a podcast with Mango Two. God, I hope Mango Two has a pulse. <laughs> So the dude on the right's Dr. Fuji, right? Yes. Doesn't look a damn thing like Dr. Fuji from the game. Or Mr. Fuji from the game. For that matter, why the fuck was the game... Uh, I get the whole Lavender Town thing, and that, that guy that's involved in this, and... Oh, why is there a girl? <laughs> I'm going to get back to my point in a little bit. What the <laughs> hell is this? <laughs> <laughs> Me too. What are those? Kind of cute. I like the good message. He's trying to be sentient. <laughs> like... This is already like the whole like uh hey, don't discriminate, you know. Yeah. Okay, so back to my point. Uh, that's this test tube thing throwing me off. <laughs> wait, where's the girl? Oh, wait. Wasn't there supposed to be some kind of thing about, like, Fuji wanted to bring his dead daughter back? To uh, life or something? Wasn't that something? Maybe. So is that, like, her soul or something that he, like... That's fucking weird. How the fuck did he get her soul? Yeah. Amber too, yeah. Wait. Pretty fucking trippy. <laughs> Not as trippy as that bell Not thing. as trippy as the Pikachu thing, but Alright, if you could bring somebody back from the dead, would you? So yeah, like the the whole Lavender Town thing. Uh and it's got like dead I've reawakened her consciousness <laughs> why are you doing <laughs> I mean shit if I had a daughter and my wife was like I found the consciousness of my daughter let's try to put it in something I'd be like fuck yeah I don't care if it's a robot I don't care if it's a Pokemon I don't care if it's a a bench if I could talk to the bench and it's my daughter like I'll do it you know dark yeah Lavender Town you got Mr. Fuji he's got the self scope or whatever it is and he can you know he's got something to do with Mewtwo okay clones dead things I get it why on Cinnabar are they doing all this in a mansion as opposed to a laboratory I don't know that makes no sense to me Imagine going to, like, I don't know, Vince McMahon's mansion. Well, I guess in that case it would make sense. But, like, and then you have, like, a laboratory underneath it. He probably Oh, does. fuck yeah. I believe that if there's anybody on Earth that's going to have a laboratory underneath their house, it's Vince. 
that English in that? I didn't see that. Yeah. No. Because don't they have their own like language, kind of like how Star Wars has Arbesh? like like Pokemonese or something. You think you think they thought that well ahead? Yeah, probably not. That's a quick sunrise. Holy shit! I like how the clones have like little markings all over them. <laughs> They're like default, uh, or defect, um, marks or something. This is like the de- like oddly like depressing as hell because it's. This is a dead kid in the afterworld, in purgatory kind of thing, floating. Introducing other uh, barely clinging to life beings. And like general concepts and stuff of like. Just so we won't feel alone in in the dark. Oh, no. And now now that one's dying. Like, no wonder they didn't put this in there for the kids. This is the type of thing that the kids are going to, like, turn around and be like, Mom, is this what happened to Grandpa? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man, what the fuck? You know, you look like another failure. (laughs) (laughs) Where did they go? Where are you going? Wait, so... Where did they go? Because they they actually disappeared in real life. Yeah. Uh, Strength average calculating. I think it was Amber because of the whole old Amber and you get Aerodactyl. Shouldn't she turn into an Aerodactyl? (laughs) Oh. God, imagine if they would have done this and they would have put this in the thing where it's like you just went to see, I don't oh. know, Pikachu hanging out with his buds racing each other in a lake or whatever, and then it's like kids die. <laughs> Filled with the life. <laughs> Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Holy shit. This is horrible. I'm going to I'm going to die now. Shit. Thanks for caring about me. It's a good thing that you're alive cuz life is great and I'm dead and I'm just a little kid like the people in the goddamn theater right now. Jesus, God. <laughs> and it's he's more upset with now the idea of like erase the memory of death because it's too upsetting. Yeah. This also, is... he doesn't seem all that shook up about the idea that he just lost his kid again. He is, but Okay. There you go. There you go. All right. You paid it back. Dude. 
you just want to like hug people now, you know? Yeah, God, <laughs> this makes me feel terrible. <laughs> now Mewtwo's going from cute little guy to angry emo teenager. I don't oh. remember a whole much, but I remember that my dad did this to me. <laughs> my dad doesn't well, get me. Fucking... Yeah, that's dark as all hell, and you know, Jesus. this is like first that was beautiful. That was way too complex for kids. No, they would not things. have gotten the nuance behind that and everything. And I'm sure that they would have had a lot of instances of them just being like, "Am I gonna die?" Like, well, yeah, at some point you're gonna die. And you're gonna that float up to the heavens, man. and you're, uh, you know, Mewtwo's tears can't save you either, Billy. Oh Jesus! <laughs> God. Wow, I was not expecting that. I heard something about this whole, like, that there was, like, a, a kid involved, and I didn't expect the lines of being, like, thanks for caring about me, I'm gonna die for the second time. <laughs> Jesus, God. Well, <laughs> that's the uncut story of Mewtwo's origin. Went, hold on, hold on. We just went from, like, peak, oh, this is adorable and beautiful and cute and happy, to, like, hey, let's talk about death. Yeah, it's kind of if somebody gives you a gut punch where they're just like, um, you know, here's like a donut, and you're like, ah, oh, donuts are great, and they're like, childhood cancer is a thing, and you're like, Jesus, okay. <laughs> Pokemon. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta get depressed. <laughs> so, we're going to piggyback off of that somehow, and since that's the prologue, we are going to go into the movie itself, and since, you know, this isn't directly attached to the movie we are gonna set ourselves back up again you should do the same with Mewtwo Strikes Back because why the fuck wouldn't he after that <laughs> Jesus I, I don't know how to feel after that yeah hopefully uh, hopefully the these frowns turn into smiles in a minute or so okay so we just got done our existential crisis moment uh, we're ready to watch a happier movie maybe like Hopefully. The Road or Requiem for a Dream or fucking <laughs> something like that. Uh, this is Pokemon, the first movie. Mewtwo Strikes Back. So, again, I will give you your, your, I will give you your countdown of three, two, one, play. And then, of course, you hit the play button on play, just the same as you've done with the other stuff. This is the feature itself. It's an hour and uh, 12 minutes long. So strap yourselves in, get your popcorn ready. Hopefully, maybe some other kind of uh, fun stuff to eat with it, too. My preference would yeah. be Bunch of Crunch, because it's mixed super well with popcorn. I like snow caps. Snow caps are a really good option, too. You know what's not really all that much? Butterfinger. As much as I love Butterfinger, it breaks apart. It gets all over the place. So The only thing I, I enjoy about Butterfinger is Bart Simpson. <laughs> Butterfinger's so good on ice cream and stuff. God, I'm getting hungry now. I would like some Reese's. So, yeah, you got your uh, stuff all ready, you got your DVD all up, you got everything situated, and you're ready to listen to the movie, or not listen to the movie, we can't do that, copyright reasons, listen to our commentary for everything like that, then go ahead and get your uh, get your remote set up, because we are going to start in 3, 2, 1, play. There's the Kids WV logo once again, no audio again for it. Maybe no, four kids correct. Good audio. Let's see if four kids does. Oh, Nintendo. I forgot that they needed to do the Nintendo thing first. And now four kids will get the audio. Let's see. And they do. Yep. 
So now it's just going to be like, hey, Pokemon, everything's great here. Kids die. And, you know, it's just good. So, like, you know, Pokemon go on vacation. Children die. <laughs> we can save their essence in a light form. Tears for bring life and everything. And at least that's set up because, you know, later on in this movie, spoiler alert, they do the whole thing with, like, tears bringing people back to life and whatever. So that, that would have been set up. That is a sad scene. Not as sad as what we just saw. Yeah. So this is, what is this? This is like the beginning of the X-Men movies. We're going to get Professor X being like, mutation. <laughs> yeah, it kind of seems like that's what Why it is. Why is it so existential? That's what kids want, a lesson on science and the pursuit of life's mysteries. It's not even science. It's just like sheer, like, crises of life now they claim Mew's the most powerful of all but I used to whoop that thing with my Mew too so <laughs> it's kind of the point you can beat Mew with a lot of things Mew's not actually Mew all that strong Mew 2 isn't even real well, it's like Brutus and Martino is not really the greatest of all time but maybe you know 70 years ago he was You're in the same test tube you've been in your entire life. How'd you grasp that concept so quickly? Yeah, you went from what am I, what does it mean to be a person, to, oh, I understand dreams and the illusion of reality. And then again, you just got talked to by a an uh, incorporeal dead little girl floating oh, around the like, moon. Maybe you spend some time in a test tube and that's what it's like. You know, I've always wanted to do that um, sensory deprivation tank thing. And if that's where you can get out of it, I don't know. Maybe not a good idea. I'd kind of, I'd, I'd take it. Tell them what's happened. <laughs> Did his voice change? Yeah. From the, the one version to the other? He's a big boy now. No, nah, Mr. Fuji. That's a different voice oh. actor, isn't it? Uh, maybe. I always thought that that Mew thing looks like it's dancing. Alright, conversation. How do you feel about like engineering the features of your child? Because this is essentially what we're talking about here. Some of that, I think, is actually a pretty good idea. Like, if you can, I don't know, tweak something to make sure that the kid doesn't have, like, some kind of faulty disease sort of stuff going on, you might as well, you know? Right. I don't know if it'd be a good idea if we could get to the point where we'd be like, I want my kid to be really good at sports, and, you know, okay, we'll punch in this code, and you know, like a Game Genie type of thing or something, but... If we could make it to be like, ah, oh, this kid might have like multiple sclerosis. Well, let's make sure that that doesn't happen. You know, he understands life. That is amazing to me. That quick laboratory specimen and all that. What'd you do if you woke up one day and they were telling you that you were a clone? I'd be like, you fucked up pretty big. I think I, yeah, my ego would get in the way, and I'd be like, nah, I'm the real one. 
I would ask if I was the clone, how like how herself was the real one that you're like, all right, we can we can we can settle with this. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that shot as a kid. Very Manhattan project. Boy, the you know what I'm noticing? This is moving very fast. Like Yeah, we're how, the doctor how far already along in here? We're uh five minutes along. The doctor already regrets it. Mewtwo is completely self aware. Yeah. It is weird to think though. They're writing this for kids and I mean that line there about you know, we set out to make the most powerful Pokemon and we succeeded is totally like what they did with the the nuclear bomb and the whole like now I am become death destroyer of worlds. <laughs> it's like most kids things. It's not really for kids. Right. Giovanni's always been an ace. He's cool. Big fan of that guy. Yeah, you need some money. See? Giovanni's got a point. Guys got some balls. He's just standing in the middle of fire. Yeah, where at least like a half dozen people are dead. (laughs) I mean, that oil refinery barge or whatever it is. Legit blew up. Fuji and them are gone. They're toast. And he's just kind of like, you want some sweet armor? Now, I remember when uh, there were a bunch of kids that thought that this was Mew 3. And I was always just like, that doesn't make any sense. Why would Mew 3 be Mew 2 with, like, RoboCop shit going on? I've always been a fan of the Persian cat. Not a fan myself. I like Meowth, but the name Persian already just makes me just go, ah, God, you didn't even try. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody should do a smash cut of that little thing with the onyx. And then the scene from Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> it's a friend from work. <laughs> oh, look, it's the Team Rocket from the video game. Not the one that you see on TV. Alakazam. Could put up a fight against Mewtwo. There is no Not this one. Mewtwo is so OP in that game. Like, nothing matches Mewtwo at all. Well, look at what we're dealing with here. That was Gary. Dude, this entire movie is about the meaning of life. Pokemon, the first movie, Mewtwo Strikes Back, the meaning of life. Mew versus Mewtwo. You more of a Gary guy or an Ash guy? Ash. Gary all the way for me. He was, he was there first. Ash is a loser. (laughs) (laughs) 
Gary's got a cheerleading squad and a fucking sweet car. <laughs> yeah, this guy's this guy's awesome. Partner up Gary and Giovanni. Have them uh, control Mewtwo. Take over the whole freaking world. Ash will be busy catching Tauros in the Safari Zone. You don't tell me what to do, Dad. There's a lot happening. Credit where it's due. I don't remember any kids around my age or even necessarily a little bit younger when this movie came out thinking that this was boring. They're doing a lot of talking, but they're masking it in action. So A lot of boom, 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 boom. Yeah. They're playing up to their own. Oh, that's a... Uh, Shot from the first, uh, the intro, the TV show, basically. Oh, yeah. Now he's going to start dancing like Mew. So did you see this in theaters when you were a kid? No, I saw it on VHS. So I went, not like opening night or anything like that, because I was like, you know, 10 or whatever it was. But I did get that card, that ancient Mew card. That's cool. I remember thinking that that was going to be worth so much money. I still have all my cards. God knows what they're worth now. You're gonna, you could probably make some money. Like eight bucks. <laughs> so early CGI going. I think on. enough to take a take a month off work. I got two title cards. And this is totally 90s CGI. We want to try to flex our muscles type of stuff. Actually cooking food, not trying to pretend that rice balls are jelly donuts. So Brock is a gym leader. He's also a cook. He's also a pervert. Yeah, that's very true. He knows how to use frying pans as drying pans. <laughs> Lacey boy, no juice stew. <laughs> no chew stew. No chew stew. <laughs> so it's just broth? <laughs> yes. Is this guy like early Team Magma? I lose everything. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know who you're fighting with. I'm the guy who wins badges because I befriend the fucking trainer. Because you go fuck him up with your thunderbolt. It's the only thing I know. If you think about it, it makes no sense. Pokeballs. I don't like this remix. Yeah, this is kind of lame. The train is my cause. Oh, you got a flare. I will travel <laughs> across the land, searching far and wide. Oh, yeah, Don Fan was, I think this was the, the reveal of Don Fan. It's rock type, right? So Bulbasaur should be able yeah. to beat the crap out of that thing. I know it's my destiny. Imagine the people singing the song being super. Oh, this must have been so fucking obnoxious in the theater. 
But then again, maybe not. Like, people aren't as obnoxious as they are today. Today it would be unbearable. Yeah, you know, it wouldn't even be kids. That would be a pain in the butt. It'd be like total 20 to 30-year-olds. Yeah, people with Tumblr accounts. (laughs) And wearing, like, oh, it's a goofy pin that I have and my multicolored hair. (laughs) One of my favorites, for obvious reasons. Why did he do that twice? Yeah, what was up with that? (laughs) What? I thought that that was, like, a glitch on my thing, but... Huh. Somehow, one of my favorite Pokemon place. ever. John Cena should play him in a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. That's so bad. Yeah, I do like Machamp. Uh, I never really used to use Machamp all that much because it was the whole trade thing that used to throw me off. But uh, if you're going for like a straight up fight, Machamp's pretty good. I would. I always tried because I was like, I want the wrestler Pokemon. Not like now they have Incineroar, which is like an actual fucking pro wrestler Pokemon. Holucha. Uh, That's awesome. This guy doesn't have a bad team. He's got, I mean, he's got like a bunch of glaring weaknesses, but. Damn, Pikachu did not have to flex that hard, dude. What the fuck was that? Also, should not have been able to take out Golem. It's ground tight. <laughs> Overacting. Oh no! <laughs> it's got to be obnoxious too, though. Like the whole the Pokeball thing is weird because it's like, why would you have to throw something and hit the thing to be able to catch it? What if you're really bad at throwing, but you're a great Pokemon trainer, and the whole issue is you can't catch more of them because you can't throw and aim, you know? And you got to carry around these balls like that dude had them on his vest. Why would you just be carrying them on your vest like that, you know? Yeah. I like how Jesse just had the frying pan ready to go. Yeah. Oh, look at Togepi eating. I want one so bad. It's all happy. I could go for some no choose too. I wonder what you would have to put in there for it to be no choose to. It's legit, just like because it's got chunks of, of something, like a, a cream of mushroom soup with like, you know, and if it's got chunks of something, it's all like a very tender meat that you can just swallow. Hmm. Mailman Dragonite. I always felt weird about this Pokemon. Like it, it seemed like a, it seemed like a, a dollar store Charizard, you know. Yeah, I was never the biggest Dragonite fan. I like Dragonair, and partially because I like blue, like just one of my favorite. Well, colors. that's screwed up, Dragonite. You just fucked up everybody's good time here. Yeah, but it looks too like too derpy, and it's kind of strange that they make it like this size. Yet in that other episode in the anime, he's the size of a lighthouse, you know? Look how derpy it looks right there. <laughs> Durr, I'm the Dragonite. <laughs> it's even worse. This is the type of thing where it's like they all say their names. You know, Pikachu's just like Pikachu and Bulbasaur. Bulbasaur, Dragonite's like Richard. <laughs> I'm David. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
this is some middle school passing notes type stuff. Check yes, check no, check maybe. Do you want to go to prom with me, Ash? <laughs> Damn right. Catch the Dragonite. <laughs> he just chucks a ball <laughs> in his face. I'll have a dragon type. Here you go. And they're supposed to be kind of rare. How come all these people have these Dragonites? <laughs> what? Oh, there it is. You want to go to prom with me? <laughs> what are your thoughts on Jesse and James? I love them. They're, uh, they're a good time. I like them better than Meowth. James in particular. Jesse's got our moments. Yeah. It'd be cool if they could, like, get a little more serious, but... Well, then they know. got, a uh, Butch and Cassidy for those. Did they not have, understand yeah, that yeah. as a kid, the, the Butch Cassidy... Jesse yeah, James dude. Went right over my head as a kid. Oh, wait. Huh. He's getting it now. <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, you would think, especially me with wrestling, I'd get Jesse and James. But I got Butch Cassidy immediately. But not Jesse James. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> <Aikman> and Razor. <laughs> <laughs> See, they call him Mew too because he's Mew and he's. T- And how powerful can Mewtwo be? He's able to make tidal waves from like across the continent or whatever. Doesn't he basically, like wipe their memory later on and stuff too? He's basically God. God too. Think about that. They engineered God in a lab. How meta are we going here? <laughs> Praise Arceus. <laughs> You know, you had a picnic table and a, an umbrella. Maybe use the umbrella. <laughs> well, the umbrella got wiped out by freaking David the Dragonite. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always liked Kingler. I wish it was better. I like Electabuzz. Sandshrew, one of my favorites. Very cute. And the, the Nido line. Nido King's a badass. Anybody that's curious, if you want to check out my uh, redoing Generation 1, you'll see why I justified the idea of um, Electabuzz should be a fighting and electric type. Essentially, it's based off of the idea of Eye of the Tiger. It's the Eye of the Tigers. The Prophets. The Wind of what? Why are there Prophets? Why are there Prophets in Pokemon? Who... The wind, wait, the winds of what? Did she say the winds of water? That. Everybody's got the pointy ass hair. Nobody can survive it. <laughs> Guy's got a point. Hmm. You gotta pick Jenny or uh, Nurse Joy. Who you picking? Nurse Joy. <laughs> That's a picture where she looks exactly the same as everybody else. 
Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're clones. Like that. There's one officer and one nurse Wait, for everywhere. They just clone the hell out of them. Are they Pokemon? Maybe they could be. I don't know. If that's the case, then Mr. Fuji should have figured out what happened to clone them because then he could clone Amber, you know? Dugong, another one that I never liked. This chick's way too serious. (laughs) (laughs) She almost seems kind of jealous. Like, I want to fucking follow my heart. Why am I sitting here? I want to follow my heart. Misty's like, well, I got water types, so I'm going to ride my Psyduck out of here. (laughs) (laughs) Shut down that idea. All right, I guess we'll just hang out in the other thing. And we have Vikings. That's clearly just seen James. Yeah. Or uh Ivan and or Ivar and Eric or uh <laughs> Hanson and Roe. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> well, that implies Minnesota's a part of this world. So there's Guyana and there's Minnesota and don't they mention Paris or uh, Las Vegas or China or something? I think I wonder how much that line changes culturally. Like in England, do they say Minnesota? Yeah, that's right. You know, the Japanese audience probably has no context to that following American football. What does that say about Jesse? (laughs) (laughs) I guess they probably changed the line to something in like the Japanese thing. It's probably like, you know, uh, I didn't know that Vikings still existed. Oh, yeah, well, fuck you, Brock. (laughs) I don't know. I'm a rock type. I can't (laughs) Did Star just get bigger? No. I thought it was smaller than that. Also, I love that uh, that comic that people had made before where it was like, Scyther can't learn fly, and then it's just the guy standing on a little Pidgey flying. <laughs> well, theoretically, they, they should be strong enough to get somewhere. Now, if you are... Togepi and your Pikachu, why aren't you going inside your ball? It's a lot safer. Ah, Is she not even holding Togepi? Maybe he is inside the ball. I don't think she is. He's not there. Hmm. Yeah, oh, wait, maybe, maybe it's there. I don't know. I mean, it's a kid's movie. They're not paying attention to that shit. <laughs> That's a pretty quick trip for the waters that the prophets are talking about. Wow, look at this CGI. 
they are like, look at how realistic these fucking clouds are. Yeah. It is 1998, and this shit looks real. What's that? There's Santa it? Claus? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Turbine stuff. The prophets said that the winds are going <laughs> to power the station. The That's winds not of ominous water. at all. You got this bat cave thing going on. I don't remember any of this. With this like random woman in like this castle thing. I don't remember any of this crap. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Brock wants to be your new master. This is before they had that uh, Chen Chao Pokemon, or that could have been a cool little thing there, having that floating around instead of that other light. Oh, wow. Good for Weezing and Coven. Oh. So Mew is a cat and also a fetus. <laughs> it's very strange. <laughs> Cute little thing, though. <laughs> Trying to mash the words feline and fetus. Aww. Oh. my god. <laughs> This thing's older than dirt, and it's still just, like, learning about, you know... It's gravity. Baby Yoda. Yeah, that's true. Baby Yoda's 50. Sipping Baby Yoda's adorable. Soup. Uh, the don't choose do! Yeah, maybe that's what it is. The bone <laughs> broth. Man, I really hope that at some point... Uh, I'm rich enough or evil enough, I guess I could say, that I have some giant ass door like that. Everybody seems to have that. They always have a lair and big doors. I want one. So, uh, that's the dude that said he had the Gyarados, right? Yep. Yeah, that's kind of the point. At some point, she just goes, bun, 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 bun. Look at that CGI. Yeah, why are they flexing the CGI on that, of all things? Because look at how real it looks. It makes sense. You just went through a like whole tsunami. I'm pretty sure that you're fine. <laughs> and you climbed up to the top of that thing. You're standing on the edge of this thing. Why are you worried? You know? Don't apply logic. 
Oh. <laughs> Give me one of them. That's not a Pidgeotto. Don't apply. <laughs> uh, that guy flat out said all of his types are water, and there's a Nido Queen. I feel like he does things differently in this day of Tennessee. Look at that table if they show it again. Look, they have lemons sitting out. They've got What's like that? apples, grapes, bananas. I can't tell what the other thing is. It looks like it's like a pear and lemons. Who's going to be like, all right, well, we're hanging out. I'm just going to eat a lemon <laughs> in this ominous Dracula castle thing. The Pokemon himself. So if he is, I think Nurse Joy might be a Pokemon. <laughs> That's true. If he's a Pokemon and he's a Pokemon Master, and she can be a Pokemon. Nurse Joy, I choose you. Use heal. For like eons, they've never found Mew. You He's just, just been right like, there. Hanging out right behind them. What do you think about the whole theory about Ditto being a Mew clone? Could be. Makes a lot of sense. Both use Transform. Both have the same like height and weight, I think it was. Just the same shiny type forms. That's when they go, neat. See ya. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Ash. You don't know what that means. Yeah, bitch. Yeah. Force choke. Now we need Grandma Tarka to be like, Mewtwo, release him. As you wish. Ah. Uh, I was really hoping that he would land, like, headfirst into some kind of bricks or something. In the Japanese version, he just dies. Yeah, <laughs> he rips apart, like, all of his appendages and stuff. <laughs> then it turns into another one of those psychedelic <laughs> bell sprout things and some kind of hentai shit. <laughs> but it's okay, because, you know, you should be glad they are alive. Yeah. Gyarados, you're about as useless as a Magikarp. <laughs> Catch her. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Smooth move. Did she not take off her other clothes and put it on? Under oh, okay, I thought that they had the white stuff underneath there. That background. Warping around. 
Oh, Shirley, sure, really. you. <laughs> <laughs> You're not gonna rule me, you son of a bitch. <laughs> I'm gonna star you. <laughs> They're really padding the runtime with this. I remember another thing when the people whole uh doing the whole Pokey Gods type thing. It was like you can merge all three of the starters together and you get Venus Stoice and it was like first off that doesn't even have Charizard in the name. So goes to show how stupid that is, but Hold on, the runtime of this movie is only seventy one minutes. Yeah, I guess so. But we got twenty minutes of Pikachu. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, half of that was them singing the song Vacation. <laughs> it's kind of horrifying. Oh my god. Just buy a hair. It's a pun. You like those? Yeah. I appreciate it. Look at that 3D fucking animation, man. <laughs> we're, we're just... We are raking it in. I love that little joke there. Who's that Pokemon? It's me off. That was funny. I love the memes that people do where it'll be like, who's that Pokemon? And then it'll be like, it's John Cena. Or like, you know, Bob Saget. Like those <laughs> kind of things. Like, Just to remind everybody exactly what happened earlier because kids have short attention spans. This is like for when they're showing it on Cartoon Network and you walk in halfway through and you're all caught up now. Yeah. Imagine the uh, parents in the theater watching this to ones where they're like, oh, he's got that Pokemans movie. (laughs) Oh, it's it's the Pikachu-mon movie. Yeah. Pikachu, the first movie where, you know, he and his friends, they go on a vacation and I'm paying eight bucks for this thing. <laughs> what is it? That, that Pikamon card yeah. shit? <laughs> Damn right they are. Mm-hmm. Now I'm going to be your slave. That's how it works. People are like, you know, I was oppressed. Now I'm going to oppress you. So don't fucking oppress people. <laughs> Oof. This is pretty fucking deep. <laughs> this is like a couple notches away from like, also, I read up on Minecraft, and this dude has some good <laughs> ideas and it's just like, Jesus, you know. <laughs> Paralyzed. Back problems for the rest of his life. Oh, 
Wait, so Ash at this point, uh, he's got the three starters. His, uh, his Charmander became a Charizard. I'm trying to remember what his other main crew was. He already got rid of the Butterfree because he's a fucking idiot. And he's like, hey, Butterfree's useful now. See you later. I think he's got a Pidgeotto. And... How else did he have? I, th- I think what he's got is what you see. He caught a Mankey, right? Um, and he got like all those Tauros and stuff. I don't know if that happened before that. Well, we don't know where this airs chronologically. Yeah, the the Krabby. He got a Muck and a Snorlax. That Muck will do a lot of damage. Blastoise is a great Pokemon. Yeah, big fan of Blastoise, one of my favorites. That little shot there, though, was just reminding me of Ace Ventura, though. (laughs) This is way before we had uh, Alolan forms and stuff. Yeah, so I think at this point, trying to look up that information, I think at this point he would have the starters, Pikachu, and uh, Pidgeotto. And he couldn't have Pidgeotto in this movie because he couldn't use the flying excuse. Yeah. Cold Duck. Oh, he should have been called Psyduck. He went out of his way to make a stadium. All, like, the grid lines and stuff. Yeah, it's proper battle. He may be God, but he has rules. (laughs) Fru-fru? Is that what he called it? (laughs) (laughs) Now go to sleep. You may not have a nickname, but I do have Charizard. Because Charizard's a badass. He doesn't listen to you, Ash. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you say. (laughs) (laughs) Listen here, bitch. A little bit of credit where it's due. They did set up the idea that Charizard was like the best out of his team, essentially. And for that to just get sort of brushed aside goes to show you that there's more. To... What's with this? What was that about? What? <laughs> that like saunter. It's true, true. And is that the name of a Pokemon? Didn't they name that something? Like a dog thing or something? No. I think that that's like some kind of a dog in like, like Gen Five or something like that. You know where I've lost track of everything. 
it was always funny to see in the anime that they would only use the same couple of different types of moves. Like how many in the anime use tackle, for instance. And it's like when you're not using body slam, you have a chance to paralyze. You know. Shell shocker. I like the fact that they're naming their Pokemon like they give you the option to in the game. I don't think you'd be able to fit Shell Shocker though. I think that's a little bit too long. I think that whole for alligator thing. Okay, so he sends out the Charizard and you go, All right, well, I'm not giving up. Squirtle. <laughs> Use Hydro Pump. Beat it. One shot. Little smirk. Pega. <laughs> Teach it rock slide. You're good. I think it can learn rock slide. Oh, this is full on, um, like Superman type stuff. <laughs> we need a referee to. Count them out. Those fucking Pokeballs look badass. Yeah, don't you know the rule? You can never catch a Pokemon from another trainer in the games. The whole planet's going to get destroyed. This island will be safe. We'll have food, a lot of water, a lot of stuff. Put them in the Pokeballs. Can't catch them. They're already in a ball. Oh, wait, no. They, they uh, surrender them or something. That's all right. Seedra's a cool one. Scyther's cool. Hitmonlee always reminded me of that monster from uh, Looney Tunes. Never the biggest fan. <laughs> what is she? Wigglytuff? Wigglytuff, yeah. Wow, it's almost like it said Pidget because it's Pidget, not Pidgeotto. <laughs> Uh, there you go, see? Logic. Bitch! Wait, it caught the <laughs> ball? What the fuck? So now you caught a ball. Well, there goes Psyduck. And this is the part where all the kids are going to cry. <laughs> Credit to Ash for going. You know what? Fuck it. What's the point of this little thing? This slide? Why was that built into the structure of this? 
castle. Because, <coughs> ooh, look at this thing. This is like some N MC Escher nightmare. <laughs> Just keep doing that. You're good. Should have been working on his cardio. Where's he going to get when he gets to the top anyway? You know, he can jump off and... <laughs> Theoretically, there's the door. Uh... They're filling a lot of time with this. Yeah, they're... they're... For a while. This is legit made for, like, seven-year-olds. Yeah. I mean... What do you expect? It's Pokemon. They were never like um, trying to hit that 14 market or something, you know? Well, no, like sometimes like we watch the Batman stuff and that can theoretically yeah, be true. for kids and they do a lot of things proper. This is just straight up time filler. That's not Alakazam. <laughs> that flat out was not Alakazam that they had up on there. <laughs> cats don't have hearts. Not after talking cats, I think. Maybe uh, in place of a heart, he has that coin generator thing where he could use payday. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. You don't really care all that much about all the other ones, do you? It's just a Pikachu. Special treatment. You ever have figures. a favorite child? Like you don't you don't have kids, but Yeah, I was just gonna say I don't have a favorite child. Thankfully. <laughs> <laughs> do you got a favorite out of your niece and nephew? They're not going to listen to this, so... Uh, <laughs> 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 Maybe. They just make... Uh, boil these all down in some kind of soylent... Oh, so, you uh, got into boils down. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Here's the thing. <laughs> They're part of the new Soylent Green package. Clone, Clone some. Alright, that's not a good one. Do you ever feel clone some, Tony? No, but my clone might. I think Cody I'm too. a clone now. Good song. There's always two of me just to hang out around. <laughs> <laughs> Bulbasaur's all fucking drunk. <laughs> uh, what the fuck happened? Angry Bulbasaur meme pops, uh, pops back. Mm -hmm. 
So you two lied about that, huh? They're mine now. You're not going to get them back. I'm going to make them clones. Now you can fucking take them. <laughs> well, he tried. You have served my purpose, not you have served your purpose. No, you've served his purpose because he is God. <laughs> you can leave, but I'm going to blow up the entire world, so. Toodles. Oh, out of the shadows comes Ash Ketchum. <laughs> Explosion behind him he doesn't look at, you know, like. With all of them. All of them that got their asses beat, so they shouldn't be able to do anything here. Also, why are they listening to him and not their other trainers? Well, did their other trainers walk out of smoke? I don't think so. That's true. What are you doing? Like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I don't know if there has ever been, I mean, especially now since it's, you know, dozens and dozens of seasons worth of the show that I never watched, but like, it seems kind of one of those things that they wouldn't have ever had somebody throw a punch on this show. You know, remember I was telling you before about how like yeah, Spider-Man. You can get away with it. Oh, he didn't hit the punch either. Yeah. It's like Aww. Baby Yoda looking at, you know, Darth Vader. <laughs> Cute little idiot. <laughs> like, oh, it's stupid, but it likes bouncing. Also, Mew versus Mewtwo was not a good name for this movie. I'm glad they went with Mewtwo Strikes Back. Yeah, because this is the only time that this happens. Huh? What? <laughs> yeah, I'm you. Oh, where's my tail? Look at this. This thing's so derpy. <laughs> such a little idiot. Mewtwo sitting there going like, uh, I have expanded on the... And Mew's just like, oh, I got a tail. Oh, look at this, I'm floating. <laughs> <laughs> He's sure like, no, stupid, we're playing yeah. hide and seek. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Tag, you're it. Ha ha. Oh. I'm playing with my son. <laughs> Mew too. Uh, Mew is blasting off again. <laughs> Always hated that. I hate anime. Like, that whole, like, oh. Ha ha. I'm going to freeze and act very loud to this thing, you know? There's only 19 minutes left. The fuck? Yeah, it's basically two episodes of the TV show. Mew. Yeah, that's your response. 
Mew, 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 mew. <laughs> mew, 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 mew. What if we did a whole uh, fan track like that? Just, just be like, Tony, 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 Tony. Tony? <laughs> Tony! <laughs> oh, one place you don't want to be here, Ash, and you did that. glad how they have to have the uh, exposition. I will use my psychic powers to do these things. You're explaining it to kids, remember? Yeah. Lois commented on there. Got a musical number coming in? Hold on. Are they going to play that pop song from M2M? No, they're not. What is the song? What? <laughs> Got to sing our song. <laughs> so they're just slugging it out. Okay. Uh, you know, Mewtwo stopped all the other ones. He didn't stop the other ones, right? Like the real ones? They could still use, like, you know, Hyper Beam and stuff. Yeah, but I think this is, like, a better visual. I get the 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 Hitman Lee ones or whatever, but why that would you be cool. making the story? Oh, oh, bitch back, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, why would they have in the script? They're like, you know, what would be a good thing for them to just like slug it out, just you know, fucking haymakers and southpaws. <laughs> oh, ooh, oh. <laughs> with like the really cheesy gospel music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You know what this is missing? One of those typical WWE things where it's like, boo! Yeah! yeah. <laughs> boo! Boo! Yeah! Yeah, it's like, boo! That's the wrong nine tails. <laughs> I thought that the Pikachu didn't have its power anymore. Come on. Follow your own rules. Well, no, but... That's the evil one, so you can have powers. Maybe that one turns into that evil dickhole uh, Raichu from the beginning. <laughs> All right. Dramatic as hell. <laughs> tremendous dramatic cell by side. What even was that? <laughs> Gyarados things? They just sort of like <laughs> they missed an interlock. And it was yeah. Like... Doesn't this kind of make you think that, like, the end of this should be all right? Well, we're not going to have Pokemon battle each other anymore. Yeah. This just proves that fighting is wrong. Later on, we're going to go. Yeah, let's have another battle. What? What? I'll never fight again, if you will. Let's go steal that other thing by attacking it. And... (laughs) 
Uh, that one should be able to talk too, you know? Yeah. With a different, like, accent or something like that. As, like, a Boston accent or something. Crawful. Mm. <laughs> Meowth, that's why. Beautiful. Now it just socks them. Like, Like, the world needs to hear that. Not from a fucking Pokemon, but you know? (laughs) Should we check the, uh, on, uh, the 10th to see if we're at war World uh, World War 3 yet? Or... (laughs) Yeah. See how much this ages, you know? Get up. (laughs) Get up and fight. (laughs) Fucking headbutt. Where has Ash been this whole time? He just keeps flying around in different areas that he keeps having to climb down from. Was he at the ceiling? This dude's been falling for like a half an hour. He might have been. Oh, look at that. They, uh, The ears. They bothered to make it look a little different. That's how you can tell them apart. I noticed that detail first. Boo. 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 Come on. Hot tag. I can do this all day. <laughs> I like how he's a pacifist. Like, oh, good. Uh, Bloomberg opinion: the the risk of nuclear war is growing. The distiller clear. Never gonna stop. <laughs> this is a weird movie. Yeah, this is very um like world peace needs to be a thing. You would think going into it that it would be the type of thing where it's like uh hey, maybe in the movie he fights the four. It's like nah, instead a little girl dies, and then you start wondering if, uh... Like, what is life? What is your purpose in life? Why are we always focusing on discrimination? <laughs> Guess five. Did you want us to get deep? I mean, like, <laughs> what's the deal here, man? The next, uh, uh, Patreon is gonna be just a group meeting discussion on the meaning of life. <laughs> 24. They're 42, the thing. Well, what's 42 backwards? The meaning of death. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's the anti-life equation. All hell, dark side. Oh, 
All this uh floating purple energy. Mew. <laughs> Good response. Mew? Uh, Mew. What a beautiful moment. Now Ash is a rock type. <laughs> he really he should be a fire type. That's not going to work. He's a rock type. Oh, no, ground type. Ah, okay, it makes sense if he's a rock type. This is where you teach your kids, like, uh, <laughs> so defibrillators, they work sometimes, not all the time. This is why uh, your great aunt so-and-so couldn't get brought back to life. But sometimes, the power of love. How depressing would it have been <laughs> if this was their plan to end the franchise? <laughs> and it was just, just like, Ash is dead. See you, kids. The end, you know, the Pokemon, they find new trainers. You know, it happens. People die. <laughs> Ash's uh, stone corpse is going to get put in Lavender Town. <laughs> bang, 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 bang. <laughs> I like that the clones can cry. Yeah. Uh, Why well, do you cry? <laughs> Psyduck's got a headache and it's crying. My worst day. I like that Misty and Brock art. <laughs> like the humans are showing no emotion, but the Pokemon are thankfully able to bring this guy to life. With only 10 minutes to go in the movie. <laughs> the, the pacing here. And their tears flow directly toward him. Well, yeah, they know he's dead. If Pokemon are that magical, pretty sure that you don't need Poke Centers. They can just cry and then heal themselves. <laughs> no, no, it only works on humans. That makes all the difference. Oh, hey, sun's out. Yeah, did the uh, the prophets have anything to say about that? <laughs> What was it? The the prophecy of the the waters, the, winds, or the, something. The wind of water. <laughs> oh my god! Now I know what the afterlife is like. It's nothing. <laughs> it's a beautiful moment. There's Togepi. Hey, Togepi. Stayed out of the action the whole time, sleeping. <laughs> Good for him. Why are both the Bulbasaurs covered in those um, spots and stuff? Wasn't that the... Well, no, now they're just dirty from fighting. Oh, okay. What happens if you cut off that uh, stem thing in Pewtwo's back? <laughs> Well, what happens if you cut it off and Mew's back? That's a tale. Different story. Dude, this movie Why? was pretty deep. All things considered. I know it's just Pokemon. But this is like very... Do good things in life. 
and people die. <laughs> so they're all going up and it's like, you know, Vulpix and Pidgeotto is just like, <laughs> where's the dragonite where's dave yeah you got a couple cute ones so like little, little tire from fucking pidgeotto or whatever she's so like bah, i'm a fucking bird <laughs> oh he wiped their memory yeah i remember that being the case what a bitch. It's just kind of BS, because, like, why wouldn't they just keep it to where uh, they remember that? Like, there's no issue to remembering this, you know? No, we just, we just unlearned everything about peace and mm-hmm. not battling. Like... It's a loop, that's why. That that's what you say to your uh, when people just ask you these kind of things, right? Dude, this whole thing is one big existential crisis. <laughs> <laughs> so how did we end up here? Guess we're just here because we're here. That's what happens. The end. Sometimes uh, you're just put on this planet because you're put on the planet. Vikings are in Minnesota. What do you do? <laughs> And now the super serious chick. You know. Why is Ash looking all pissed? Yeah, I remember being like, whoa, what the fuck was that? Like, because ho like, nothing had been announced about Because, you know, the internet wasn't really around it at the same time, like, to what it is now. You're watching the first episode, and you see this new thing, and you're just like, what the hell? <laughs> is that, like, an evolution of Moltres? Like, that kind of thing. Kind of pissed me off. The way that it's just going to end like this. They didn't even get to eat anything. So what's this all about? It does the credits. Wow. Okay. (laughs) Really? With R&B? This is... Yeah, like some... The 90s were, like, all about, like, just throwing in this very soulful R&B yeah. all over the place. I mean, I love that. Like, I really legitimately miss how there were always songs like this at the end of movies. Because to me, that I, I grew up going to the movies and having the end credits be these types of songs. Whether it was something like Rookie of the Year or, you know, like, just any of those. You go to the movies and you're going to get this kind of a thing. 
you know, some lethal weapon type of movie or some kids movie. We need to bring that back. Not necessarily the song, but <laughs> this is a but they changed this a lot a of things about movie. movies. Like they don't do the trailer guy voice anymore. No, I missed that one. Yeah. We need to have more in a world. In a world Pokemon. Because now it's replaced with the Inception Buong. Yeah. Bum 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 bum. Oh now we're switching to a different song. Which will be like funky pop rock. Or not. Or just like more funky R and B. Rockin' rock and roll. <laughs> Nowadays it'd be like Pitbull saying his name, you know. <laughs> DJ Khaled. Like, <laughs> kind of thing. So like Lula. this is a really beautiful movie. A weird movie, man. This is not. I mean, I obviously it's what I remember it to be for the parts that I remember it being. But like, I don't remember it being this. Like, let's try to teach kids about philosophy, and <laughs> you know, the whole thing was about like, what is your purpose in life? And you know, maybe we shouldn't treat people differently because they're different than us, and people we'll, die, and it's okay. We'll learn not to battle anymore. And immediately go back to battling each other because we have a franchise we have to beat. Well, no, but it, but even if you want to get deep with that, you can be like, you know what? These concepts are too advanced for you. You're not ready. Wipe your memory. <laughs> Never be over. You getting over? <laughs> Vacation performed by Vitamin C. Really? Wow. Get out of here. Vitamin C. Baby Spice. Look at this. What? Christina Aguilera. Get out. Oh, look, don't say wow. you love me. Oh, there it is. There it is. Don't say you love me. <laughs> they threw that in right at the very end. They crammed all these songs in here just for... The sake of it. For the, the sake of being like, seconds. hey kids, buy the soundtrack. Christian Aguilera is on here. Yeah, and they'd be like, well, it's in the movie. None of these have anything to do with Pokemon, too. Wow, they end, this, they end the movie with that. Oh, what do we got now? What's this little thing? Hey, look, it's Mew. I wonder if it's going to say Mew. You, Mew, Mew. Nope. Like it goes back logo. to the Fortress of Solitude. <laughs> Wow, that's a weird ass movie. Dude, I that... mean, that whole thing's a trip from the one thing to the other. I mean, the the Pikachu's vacation, just vacations all everyone wanted. Let's get Charizard out of this thing. Kids die. Let's do this. Let's, uh, you know, now we got Christina Aguilera playing. See you later. Did you get your Pokemon card? <laughs> Hope you bought a lot of popcorn. <laughs> I really wish I could sit down with uh you know ten year old me or whatever and be like to watch that and go like, dude, give me your first impressions because I don't remember my first impressions of this movie and just be like, what are you thinking right now? 
Ah, that was kind of cool. I liked the fight scenes. Um, thought it was stupid that they erased the memory. I kind of want some pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Just when the whole purpose of the movie goes over your head. Right. Wow. What a weird experience. I'm definitely feeling a lot more... Confused? <laughs> no, like, like thoughtful. Like, I want to have, like, an in-depth conversation about life after watching the fucking Pokemon movie. What do you think is the meaning of life? Uh, I guess to try to leave as positive of an impact as we can and make sure we, you know, leave more people smiling than we do crying. If that's the case, what's the end goal? Everybody just keeps doing that and just keeps doing that forever? I think the end goal... Well, we're always chasing, you know, our own origin. Like, we can't even agree on, uh, you know, one sentient being or, like, whether it was a Big Bang or what it is. But I think we want to find out why we are who we are. But ultimately, I think in our day-to-day lives, we should just be making positive contributions because like we're gonna get wiped out one way or another if it's an asteroid if it's a nuke if it's uh you know global warming yeah if you're one of those people that believes that the earth is flat and we're just gonna sail off the end (laughs) so how the hell you think that but (laughs) like just try to enjoy the ride because we don't fucking know what's next for us kind of feel like i need to go out in the street uh yell something uh, go eat a pizza like you said try to sort of i don't know message a bunch of people i mess- haven't messaged in a while and be like hey i, I still love you or something you know like uh, just different things from watching the fucking pokemon movie <laughs> this was not the goal that or kind of want to just like start boxing with some him on chan or something, you know yeah like i definitely get the vibe of like it would be cool to have the pokemon but you and i were talking and we're like oh we're gonna watch this movie we haven't seen the show in so long we're gonna be like this is so dumb and it's actually like really insightful a oh lot. it's equally equally dumb though in a lot of different ways like a lot I, of filler like we were just flat out expecting to just make fun of it instead of being like okay dying kid and uh, the meaning of like discrimination towards you know, different things, and and then it's like, yeah, look at this dumb shit doing that. Like, <laughs> it's because kinda... I don't remember the TV show having a lot of these kind of moments. No, I'm sure that those were usually it. just sort of like you know, Ash goes to fight the Celadon gym leader, and she's got a vile plume, and he, I don't know, makes her giggle. Or something, and oh, that's uh, Sabrina, wasn't it? When the whole thing was Sabrina, like she, he made her laugh with the haunter, and then that's how he got his badge, which is just like so lame. Yeah, no wonder you didn't win the Indigo Plateau. You didn't beat those gym leaders to begin with. That's. that's I have so not seen wild. uh the because there's another movie with Mewtwo, so I haven't seen that. I did see the one with the birds. And I think I saw another one of them, but 
Pokemon was kind of one of those things where it had come out in like what, like 96 or so, I think 97 maybe. And those first two generations fully a hundred percent in on them. Big, big fan, watched the shows, got the cards, bought the games, did all this, you know, by the time gen three came out, I wasn't into Pokemon anymore. And everything else was sort of like tangential. It was like, well, let me see the new designs. And eventually I got to the point where I played the games on like emulators and stuff like that. But I didn't check out the movies and I haven't seen the TV shows since the Johto stuff. So maybe they got a little bit more like deeper on future seasons and stuff. But I just can't imagine that somebody, you know, kids WB are sitting there going like, well, we got our little Pokemon movie. What's this one going to be about? They all like, uh, death and the meaning of life. Yeah. Like, and they, they show them like the Pikachu's vacation and they're like, oh, this makes sense. You know, it's, uh, they're learning the lesson of teamwork and they're having fun and they're, you know, playing water sports and yay, the cute little creatures are doing this. And then they're like, all right, so then they're going to go into the movie. All right. So this girl's dead and (laughs) it's, huh? Like a real girl dead. Oh yeah. She's dead. But we're going to try to bring her back to life. Oh, okay. So, uh, you know, she'll come back to life. No, no, no. She'll die again. <laughs> oh, wow. That's kind of dark. You know, how, why are you killing off a little girl toys and whatever? Well, you know, I mean, we got to kill her off. So that way Mewtwo's upset. And then he can kill off the rest of the people that are there. And he still doesn't okay. get it just by her dying, you know, and saying that life is beautiful. Like, no, he needs to experience this for himself. He'll go on a journey, a mob boss will teach him how to fuck things up, and then he'll start cloning things, and our main character is going to turn into stone. And uh, then everybody's going to forget about it all thing, and then we're back to normal. Lots of walking at the end. We got Christina Aguilera. (laughs) What do you think? Give us a couple million bucks, make this, pump it out, give a kid a little card, and we'll sell some popcorn. I mean... And they're like, great. How much? How much did this thing make? I'm curious now. Uh, let's see. Box office. Pokemon first movie. So box office mojo. What do we got going on here? This is well past the point where I should have shut the counter off, and I probably didn't. Um, so the budget was thirty million dollars, and it grossed. Let's see. Worldwide, $163 million. So they made their money back and then some. Makes sense. Great. You know what? All things considered, really good movie. Like, I didn't enjoy the pacing of some parts. I thought a lot of it was, like, filler scenes and a lot of, you know, rah-rah for children. But whenever anybody opened its ma- opened their mouth, it was like, Oh, wisdom, you know, just sheer wisdom. So this had a budget of 30 million and guess how much they made domestic on their opening? 80. No, no, way past that. The grand total was 163. Actually, the grand total domestic was 85 million. Okay, so on, on day one, they made 85? Well, their opening whole tracking thing uh their opening weekend essentially they made 31 million so they made a million in profit from the first weekend the opening not bad 
not bad considering the, all the merchandise, all the stuff that I mean, they, you know, worldwide gross 163 million. So they made multiple times back in that, but all the merchandise, all the DVD sales, all that stuff. Do you think franchises like Pokemon and like, let's say superhero franchises should kind of do what WWE did 10 years ago where they cycled down and began marketing to kids again? Because realistically, these franchises have just grown up with their fans and like Pokemon Go is marketed straight towards the people who grew up with Pokemon. You know, the Batman movies are marketed towards adults. I think that the superhero ones should be in that PG-13 sort of range. You know, not necessarily playing towards the 40-something range, but make it to where it's more adult. Because it is a lot easier to tell a story when it's like, all right, Captain America can do things about politics and, you know, Iron Man can die and it can be a sad moment instead of just like, we're all just going to fight and say bow and Zam and all that stuff. But, uh, I don't know. Like there's always a market for little kid stuff and something like Pokemon, I don't think really should ever get older. Like it would be weird to me if we got something, you know, like you saw detective Pikachu, right? Right. So, I'm a fan of Detective Pikachu. I think that it's really solid in a lot of ways. There's some parts of it, of course, that are like, you know, why is the guy using a little head thing to be able to get the Mewtwo to transfer his body? His body's still going to die and rot at some point. Like there's moments like that, but that was definitely marketed towards an older audience. And I, I think it still worked, but if you were to go much past that, you know, there's a rule where you can have one fuck in a PG-13 movie. Yeah. I don't think you should have a fuck in a, in a Pokemon movie, you know? I don't want Pikachu to just be like, um, you know, eh, Pika Pika. Ah, fuck. Pika Pika Pika. And then they'll be like, well, we got our one fuck in there, you know? There's, it, there's a certain level of, like, you might not want to do it that way. It's just weird because, like, on the getting away from what we just saw and the, you know, existential part of it, I remember constantly seeing things like this that were marketed towards kids. I don't think video games and even a lot of TV shows are just marketed towards children anymore. I think it's like, yeah, you know what the adults watch. Do that. Maybe we're just out of touch. You know, we're not kids. I mean, that's very possible. Like we, we don't have children. But I feel like any time I do come across anything, it's not as strongly marketed as it used to be. Now it's like... Flat out, just kid thing, like... Yeah, because now it's like, hey, watch these tweens live their life on YouTube. Like, that's children's programming now. Even something like Power Rangers, aren't they kind of more so, like, in their 20s and stuff, instead of being teenagers in high school? Well... I think the last major power Rangers thing I remember seeing was the movie and they tried to still make them high school kids. But even that, I feel like, and a lot of this is the fact that nobody does any new franchises because everything is just like, Hey, you know, you remember this from your childhood. We brought it to your adult years. If maybe there were some new IPs, we would get something like that. 
hopefully there's no kids necessarily listening to this podcast that are oh, man. Them, I mean, uh, especially I since really <laughs> but i don't know if you guys know anything about that like are there kids things marketed towards kids the way that it used to be for our you know i mean we're different generations to a certain extent but like uh you know i grew up with uh nick arcade and you know, it was kind of like, here's like Saturday morning cartoons and they're for the kids. And Kids it's... definitely. like. See, I grew up with that too. I grew up with, you know, Saturday morning cartoons and here's Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles and here's Sonic X. Kids don't have that. It's like, like anything Rocco or Ren and Stimpy, like they're, they got some horrible jokes on there that adults are the only ones I could understand. And even the Animaniacs and stuff. Like oh, they had some that's jokes. That's just and funny. Stuff. But. They were still marketed towards kids, and yeah, we watched the Batman things. Batman things are marketed towards kids, but adults can enjoy them because they were that right range of being like, well, it's kind of a kids thing. We're not going to make it stupid because kids don't have to be catered to as being stupid, but at the same time, we're not going to have you know the Joker. Maybe he doesn't have his cut open face plastered onto his face. <laughs> yeah. Know, right? And I think that raised a generation of more insightful people, you know, because we had just shows that were genuinely diverse. It wasn't like, hey, we're going to slap you in the face with this, kids. You need to be diverse. It was just like, here's Hey Arnold, and this is just like a genuinely diverse cast. I really feel like we're going so on uh, holes here. <laughs> this is like 20 minutes later. We're talking about the meaning of life and all this stuff. But I really feel like if I go- went back and watched Hey Arnold, I would feel like it's a much more adult cartoon. Because oh, I don't oh, remember too much about it. But I do remember like like uh, Stoop Kid. Stoop Boy. What was his name? Stoop Kid. Stoop Kid. Yeah. That it's like there's got to be deep layers to that. I just haven't watched that episode again in like, you know, 20 something years. So. Well, there are, it's like leaving your comfort zone. You know, he's, he has severe anxiety about leaving his comfort zone. There's probably a lot that could be learned from those kind of things. And, you know, if you're watching Pokemon, the first movie Mewtwo strikes back and you're a little kid and stuff, you're probably picking up some of these things and not even really recognizing that you're picking it up. So that's kind of, Kind of neat. In the grand scheme of things, maybe that's why we have the things we have now, where it's like everybody's so dead set on social justice because we grew up with such, you know, these diverse and meaningful things in front of us. <laughs> on the same, uh, the opposite side of the coin, maybe that's why everybody's so damn depressed. All the time. <laughs> but you know what? No, th- there's a reality to that because. These things were very in your face with like, hey, life isn't easy. You know, you're going to face hardship. And, you know, maybe that's why we have the anxieties and the depressions that we have. I saw a meme earlier and it said uh, a millennial uh, in the housing crisis. And it was like, um, so... We'll give you this house, but we wanted to let you know that it's haunted and it's forever cursed. And then it showed that it was cut off and the person was like, you're going to give me this house? Uh, Fantastic. And then they said, well, it's probably going to kill you. And then the millennial goes, oh, even better. Yeah, (laughs) because 
I mean, this is a generation that's just like, hey, is, you know, is death an easier option? And that's like, that's a crazy thing that you see a lot from this generation. And I think it stems from the fact that we had deep shit like this movie that we just watched. <laughs> There's a bunch of kids in 1999 stepping into the theater, not realizing that a couple years later they're going to be like, you know, maybe Amber got it right. Uh, <laughs> but think, think about it. Like, we just <laughs> saw a movie that subtly implanted into, like, kids under the age of 13 mostly. Hey, death is okay, and it's okay because you know, life is beautiful and I'll be okay. And like, that's a thing. What's really sad is, and I mentioned this, uh, on and off the air, I'm pretty sure that like, as time goes on, I'm getting so much more sentimental. Even I've always been a sentimental person. I've always been the type of kid that would be like, like, Oh man, like somebody made something for me as a gift. I'm never going to throw this away. Or like, uh, well, this person complimented me, and I'm going to remember that for the rest of my life. Like I've always been very sentimental, but I'm getting even more so uh, as time goes on, and uh, things are like affecting me a lot more. And that's why, like movies, it's easier for me to like potentially cry at stuff like that. I feel like if I watched this on a day where I was having like a real bad day, you'd probably if cry. I if I just watched the uncut story of uh, Mewtwo's origin, by the end of it, I'd be like, well. I feel like shit, <laughs> you know, yeah. just kind of like, because that, I mean, that one line alone, it's still sticking with me, the whole like, you know, she's dying, and it's like, wh- why do you gotta go, whatever, oh, it's okay, thanks for caring about me, it's thank, like, thank you for caring about ah! me, life is beautiful, it's, it's okay, <laughs> stab me in the fucking heart, rip it out, and take your fucking ten bucks, because you're, you know, <laughs> this is like, good lord, I don't know if I want to, uh, but there, there is. I would like to dive deeper into that about like the psychology of the shit that we grew up on, and why we're so just confused today. Because, like, you think about a generation that grew up on Leave It to Beaver, right? And things were very not being not a pun intended, but black and white, where it was like. Hey, you grow up to be a man, and you need to have responsibilities, and this and that, and stuff and like the know. women in the house—they got to meet a nice uh, fella, and they can get married, and they're housewives now. Yeah, and, you know, you gotta you gotta make sure you learn how to cook because no responsible uh, man is gonna want to be with a wife who can't cook, and you know. And then we kind of grew up with the shit that was like, you know, here's this diverse cast of characters, and you can be whatever you want. And, like, life is also really hard, and a lot of times you won't be able to do anything about it. And, lo and behold, we have this generation that is, like, dead set on social justice and kind of super depressed. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. This stuff that I used to watch as a kid, I mean, I watched the Pokemon thing, and we just saw how that was. This is the thing that's more targeted towards me as a kid. And mostly of the other stuff I was watching... Not all that necessarily positive, if you think about it. Terminator 2 has been my favorite movie since I was, like, you know, three or four or whatever it was. Movie is dark as all hell. Like, you know, that's bad. I used to watch RoboCop. That's messed up. Uh, Even Tim Burton's Batman. Anything by Tim Burton. 
the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie, like that movie is darker than you would think a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie would be. There's that scene with a uh, splinter, you know, and the, they're like meditating and all that. And they're basically kind of like sort of coming to, to terms with the idea that they might not see splinter again and whatever. And, uh, and now I'm kind of curious to thinking like, what movies did I see as a kid that were just flat out happy? It's going to be real hard to think of something, isn't it? Everything I'm thinking of right now, the first thing that popped in my mind was heavyweights. And I'm like, no, heavyweights is talking about the idea of it's okay to be fat. And like, all <laughs> like that's kind of a little heavy. heavy like heavy even headed, like the but... first Rugrats movie takes you on this, you know, emotional journey of like. Not about like Chucky's dead mom or something. No, that's, that's the second one. But yeah, even, I didn't see that. even the first one is like, you know, my life was fine before you came along, like, and now we're fucking lost in the woods and it's all your fault. You know, like, you're processing these raw emotions. Very uh, eye-opening in some ways. <laughs> I was not expecting it to be. <laughs> in, the, in, the same, in the same vein, I will leave you on this. If we had done this at 2 p.m., Tomorrow, instead of 2 a.m. tonight. It might be. (laughs) Would we be as deep as we are right now? Would we be worse? (laughs) We might be worse, because you never know what tomorrow has for you. Uh, Tomorrow might have nothing for us. You might not hear this podcast. You might be dead. (laughs) You can wake up dead tomorrow. Uh. Good night. (laughs) Kudos to guest five. I hope you got your fifty dollars worth. This this is gonna leave me with a lot of questions. <laughs> I'm very curious what everybody has to say about this. Uh, hopefully, you enjoyed the ride for these three things that we did here, and uh, you know, watch that back with us and the aftermath and, of us discussing. Yeah, and uh, I don't know if. What do you think we should do? Uh, the first dark cast to make it. <laughs> Well, that's a dark cast in a different sense. Yeah, it's the first dark cast. Everything's dark. You never know what's happening in this world. But um, yeah, drop a comment below. Tell us your thoughts on this. If you are listening on the audio-only platforms and you can't leave a comment, hop on over to YouTube. And while you're over there, subscribe to the channel if you've not done that already. Ring that little bell for the notifications to be aware of the next things on Fanboys Anonymous. Uh, Like the video. That helps out quite a bit, too. Check out the merchandise shops on TeePublic and Redbubble. Do the same thing if you want to check out the stuff for a mango tease and smart out moment. Obviously, if you would like to have your own things for the Patreon that you would like us to do in the future, maybe you're like, man, I really wish that these guys would do, I don't know, like, uh, hey, maybe you're on the opposite end of the spectrum. Maybe you were a Digimon kid. I've never seen a single thing Digimon related. So maybe you're like, ah, oh, these guys should have done a Digimon thing. I want to see them do that. Consider donating to the Pick Your Poison tier for that because that helps out quite a bit. And that makes sure that we can find the time to do these kind of things. Very, very fun in a dark and twisted kind of way. <laughs> uh, so, tremendously fun. I would like to do more inspection of just 90s television in general. So this 90s is a good TV, way to do 90s that. 90s movies. If we go on a a binge where we watch a bunch of movies that all end in that type of soul R&B type stuff, that's going to end up hitting me right in the nostalgia, and I'm going to be a much better person in 2020. (laughs) 
So uh, I'm listen to some John Cicada just another day. Counterbalance this with by next month having us watch Batman and Robin. <laughs> <laughs> if you want lots of ice puns, you know. Uh, yeah, so those are mostly my plugs. Obviously, you should be checking out all the other things on fanboysanonymous.com. You know, we've got other fan tracks in the past that you should check out, whether you are more along the lines of wanting to check out some commentary stuff for like the first two episodes of the uh, Power Rangers. We've gotten movies in the past. Like I mentioned, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles did one of those. Did the Power Rangers movie. There's uh, the Batman ones that we recently had done. Batman versus TMNT, Batman Mask of the Phantasm, and Batman and Mr. Sub-Zero. Free Sub-Zero. I want to do a lot more fan tracks. They're so fun. And hopefully we can do some more. Um, as my plugs for fanboys, but Rob's got some plugs as well. Yeah, and if you want to follow me on Twitter and Instagram, you can check out at Dude Felice. I mostly do the pro wrestling side of things with WrestleZone.com and Fightful.com. And obviously, if you're here supporting me and Tony, you should be checking out our sister site, Smart Out Moment. Yeah, if you are into the wrestling side of things, SmartOutMoment.com is where you're going to find that stuff. That's where you can check out the Smack Talk podcast. And we do... Similar things to the fanboy stuff. So if you liked the fan tracks and you want to watch a match or anything like that, along with us, the way that we do the commentary, we are going to be doing one of those pretty soon. We're going to do most likely, we're not 100% sure, but it's 99.9% sure, the 2010 Royal Rumble. That'll be happening sometime next week. So you got that to look forward to. You got whatever else is happening on fanboys to look forward to just start clicking around, follow the other things under a mango tree and we will see you when we see you everybody. But thanks for listening to this. Thank you again to guest five for sponsoring this. We choose you. <laughs> Thank you for choosing us. All right, everybody that'll do us in. It's time for us to geek out.